Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the definitive show on Airbnb hosting, featuring the best advice on how to maximize profits from your Airbnb listing, as well as real-life experiences from Airbnb hosts all over the world. Welcome. We are your hosts, Joseva Kapadia and Jasper Rivers. Get paid for your pad. 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 Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 39 of Get Paid for Your Pad. First of all, I want to start by wishing everybody a happy Thanksgiving, uh, especially the people who live in the U.S. and those who don't. Thanksgiving is a holiday in the U.S. where people express their gratitude to others and to the things that, they're, that they value in their lives. So in line with this tradition, I wanted to start off by thanking the founders of Airbnb, Brian Chesky, Joe Gabia, and Nathan Blacharczyk. Hope I pronounced that right. And also the other people that work at Airbnb and who have made it possible for us, Airbnb hosts, to share our homes and be empowered to do the things that we otherwise would not have been able to do. So thanks guys for, for making this possible. Now today, I'm actually do not want to talk about Airbnb. And the reason is, I was thinking earlier today, what is it that Airbnb is? Like, why do people like Airbnb? And I thought, well, it's about, you know, making some extra money. It's about sharing your house. And it's about connecting with other people. And there are a lot of other ways that you can essentially do the same thing. But using different platforms, and instead of sharing your house, you can share other things, whether it's other assets, or the skills, other knowledge, or just your time. So today I wanna I wanna talk about some of these other platforms, and I figure that uh, you know I'm actually really interested in in maybe signing up at some of these other platforms, and I think a lot of people, a lot of other people will be as well. So I'm going to be talking about the sharing economy about monetizing your assets, skills, knowledge, and time. Now, the sharing economy has been around for a while, but awareness is still pretty low. And um, I was just at the Airbnb Open in San Francisco last week, and the CMO of Airbnb, his name is Jonathan Millenholt, he told us that awareness for Airbnb is still less than 1%, even though Airbnb is the second highest value peer-to-peer platform around that's at like I think it's 17 billion right now I think uber is the only one that's bigger so if you think about it if only 1% of the people know about Airbnb then how many people know about all the other platforms probably not a lot so that's why I wanted to talk about this there's all these other platforms that offer tons of opportunities for anyone to make some extra side money and uh, do, do the things you're passionate about so, I want to start off by quoting uh, Jamie Wong, who is the co-founder and CEO of Viable, which is a social marketplace for experiences. And she has a really cool quote about what the sharing economy is, is really about. 
What defines this new economy is that it's built on the empowerment of individuals and the technology that enables this. It's allowing individuals to create their own jobs. It's a celebration of life and time and a shift in perspective of money. Technology now provides an opportunity for people anywhere in the world to monetize their passions. And it's not just the artists and an underemployed flocking to these platforms, but professionals who seek a higher quality of life, greater flexibility and more time with their families. Now, I think this is a really cool way to describe the, the sharing economy and I can really relate to this because for me traveling is my passion and Airbnb enables me to do it and um, you know it's a uh, it's it's just a it's just so empowering to to be able to do all these things because of these platforms. So um, another thing I wanted to mention is they actually came up with a name for people who basically create their own jobs by enlisting on, on, on sharing economy platforms. And they call them micropreneurs. And I, I looked up the definition and here, here's a good one. A micropreneur is an entrepreneur willing to accept the risk of starting and managing the type of business that remains small, lets them do the kind of work they want to do, and offers them a balanced lifestyle. And this quote is, uh, this definition is from the invest, investordictionary.com. So think about, a, think about a micropreneur. Let's say you rent out your house on Airbnb, and then you drive Uber a couple of days, uh, for a couple of hours a, a day, and then maybe in the you know in the afternoon you you tutor somebody, and, th and there's a platform for that as well. And uh, maybe you uh, you rent out your car on a car sharing platform. Maybe you cook for some people using meal sharing platforms. And by doing all these things, you can pretty much like gather full time income. And that's just a really cool concept. So I'm going to go through all these different platforms and, uh, and all the different ways that you can monetize your, yourself. I want to start with um, something that relates the most to Airbnb hosts. Because as an Airbnb host, you have a house. So you also have a kitchen. So what you can do is you can sign up on one of the meal sharing platforms. And what the way this works is in, you basically... You basically run your own little restaurant in your house. You cook a meal, you post it on the platform, and then people can sign up for your meal. They'll come to your house, they'll have dinner with you, and then they'll pay you. So it's a really cool concept, especially if you like cooking. And if you think about it, like I, pr I like cooking, I usually cook for myself. Well, it doesn't take that much extra time to cook for three or four people, or, or maybe even more. So it doesn't it's not gonna take me much more time, but that way I can I can make some extra money and I'll be able to meet other people, probably in my neighborhood. So it's pretty cool. There's a few uh, meal sharing platforms. I think they're I think they're only in the US. Actually one's also in, one's international. But check them out. One's called Feastly and the other one is called Eat With. Now, if I'm, if I'm correct, Eat With is the international one. The next thing I want to talk about is car sharing. Now, I, I did some research before this, uh, before this episode, 
and I came across a crazy statistics. Cars are used in such an inefficient way, it's, it's incredible. Apparently, 95% of the time, a car is parked. So basically, for every hour that passes, the average car spends three minutes on the road and 57 minutes doing absolutely nothing. Well, it's not really doing nothing, it's taking up space. And if you think about it, imagine a city like New York and San Francisco, you know, crowded cities where it's so hard to find a parking spot. And why is that? That's because 95% of the time cars are parked. So it's crazy. So think about, think about how much space all these vehicles take up. And think about if, if we were able to use these cars in a more efficient way, think about how much extra space that would, that would uh, clean up. You know, uh, if, if a car would be on the road 100% of the time, that would mean that only one in 20 people that own a car now would, would, uh, would own one. Pretty amazing. Now this is of course practically kind of impossible, but it kind of shows how much potential there is to, to just find a better solution for transportation needs. And the other, the other interesting thought is, think about all the car rental companies. And why do they even exist? You know, 95% of our cars are doing nothing. Why do we have to go to a car rental agency to rent a car? You know, our cities are packed with cars that are not being used. So, the car sharing platforms are, are really amazing. Uh, let me mention a few of them. One's called Relay Rides. There's one called Get Around, and I believe these are US only, but there's, there's one in France, it's called Drivey. So the way this works is you basically just sign up and you run your own little car rental agency. Now the first thing that people will say, because I talk to people about this, and everyone says, well, yeah, I don't want to rent out my car. What if somebody crashes it? What if somebody damages it? Well, it's funny because that's the same thing that Airbnb hosts always say before they start hosting. What if my guests steal my stuff? What if my guest damages my apartment? What if my guest causes trouble? What if they party? Etc. Etc. Well, these worries usually never materialize, but if it does, there's uh, an insurance. There's a Airbnb has a ghost uh, ghost host guarantee. Maybe they also have a ghost, the Airbnb ghost. I haven't seen him. But anyway, of course, these car sharing platforms have uh, collective insurance. So you rent out your car on one of these platforms, and if it gets damaged, you will be refunded. And guys, I mean, think about it. A car is a piece of metal that brings us from A to B. You know, don't get too emotional about your car. Um, the other thing is ride sharing. Now, how does ride-sharing differ from car-sharing? Well, with car-sharing, you rent out your car, whereas with ride-sharing, you share your rides. So you're actually driving someone from A to B. Now, obviously, the most famous one is, is Uber. I think they're valued at over $20 billion now. But, um, but there's some other ones. There's, uh, there's Lyft, and there's Sidecar. And whereas Uber and Lyft are are more like almost like taxi services, I think Sidecar is more of a 
platform where you can uh, you can let people know that you're you're driving to a certain city, and then people who also want to go there, they can uh, you know they can they can hit you up, and, and you can share the ride, kind of like carpooling, I think. So if you have a car, check this check these platforms out. Next thing I want to talk about is teaching and tutoring. Now, we all have knowledge and we all have something to teach. But in the old days, you to be able to teach, you either have to advertise in newspapers or put little notes up in supermarkets and stuff, or you apply for a job in the school. But now, with the help of a number of cool platforms that I will, that I will mention in, the, in a few minutes, you can literally teach and tutor from anywhere in the world, anything that you want. Any sort of knowledge you have, you can share and you can get paid for it. Now, I've asked people if, if they were, would be interested in doing this, and the number one thing that people mention is, they say, well, you know, I'm not an expert, yeah, I might know a little bit about a few subjects, but not enough to teach, you know, I'm, I'm not like a... Uh, I'm not like a, a, an expert or or somebody who knows you know much more about the subject than, than other people and it's funny because people seem to underestimate how much they know and um, I, there's, a, there's this really cool blog it's called expert enough it's by Corbett Barr and he talks his complete site is based on the fact that you don't need to be an expert to teach or to offer value to others because most people you know know very little about uh, about the thing that you that you know about so he has a really cool quote that i wanted to mention corbett barr he says expertise isn't an absolute think of it as a skill from one to ten if you're free there are plenty of ones and twos out there who you can teach, and probably better than people with more expertise. And this makes a lot of sense to me, because imagine you want to teach a first grader some, some math. Well, obviously, it's going to be very simple math, right? Now, who do you think is better at teaching this? Somebody who is, uh, who is uh, like a, an intermediate? At, at math or Albert Einstein you know obviously the person who you know who's intermediate is, is a better teacher because that person can relate much more to the students than Albert Einstein actually I I read this thing on, on the internet that uh, Albert Einstein wasn't actually good at math but for the sake of this example let's just assume that he's a genius anyway so the takeaway from this is you probably don't even realize how many different things you could teach. And there's all these cool platforms out there that can help you make some money by, by teaching things that you are passionate about. Now, the first thing I want to mention is Wyzant. That's W-Y-Z-A-N-T. Now, my friendly co-host, Josefa Capadia, actually uh, teaches uh, some, some math and some algebra and, and some other things on this platform. And he's uh, had some really good success with it. So Wizend focuses uh, mostly on academic subjects, such as math, languages, computer science, and um, you know, a lot of other subjects. 
and they're pretty big. They claim that they have tutors within 10 miles of 94% of the US population and over 3 million hours have been taught through the platform. Now, what's really cool about Wisend is that you can set your own rate unlike some of the other platforms. So you just sign up and then you set your rate, you create your profile and um, within 48 hours a Wisend staff member will reply and uh, and there you go. You can even teach on Skype so you don't even, you don't even have to go anywhere. Another good platform is called Take Lessons. Um, they started out as an online marketplace for music lessons, but they've uh, recently expanded into you know, some other verticals, academic tutoring, performing arts, and um, apparently they, uh, their teachers have earned over 25 million. So go ahead and check that out. Uh, the third one I wanted to mention is tutor.com. They have 11 million lessons taught so far, um, and they they pay their tutors a standard rate. So you can't choose your own rate. It uh, depends on the subject that you are teaching. That's why I like Wizen better because uh, you know I like the fact that you can you're flexible. Now for tutor.com, there's some restrictions. Uh, you have to reside in the U.S. and you have to at least be a college sophomore or or higher. And uh, if you are, then uh, you can apply and and uh, go teach. Last one I want to mention is a really cool one. It's InstaEdu. So Insta and then E-D-U. It's an online-only tutoring platform. So you can teach from anywhere in the world. So think about the opportunities that that offers. You know, you, you can go anywhere in the world. You can sit on a, some tropical island in the middle of nowhere in the South Pacific and, and teach whatever subject that you have uh, you have some expertise on and, uh, and make some money. So their uh, tutors cover over 2,500 subjects, raising from basic, basic subjects to all sorts of advanced courses, college courses and uh, academic courses. Um, you get a standard $20 per hour for your uh, for your lessons. So. You know, think about this. Like, let's go to like a uh, like a cool tropical country like Guatemala or something, and uh, rent a house for five hundred bucks. And you know, it's very cheap there, so you can probably live off five hundred dollars a month. So that's a thousand in total divided by twenty. That's fifty hours, which is uh, twelve hours per week, which is two hours. Let's round it up to two hours a day. So, you know, just just saying. Alrighty, so from teaching and tutoring, we're now going to go to some some less well-known platforms. Um, the first one I want to mention is uh, is Docsitting. Now, when I told Josefa about this, he went mental because Josefa is biggest dog lover that uh, I've ever seen. Like literally, you walk on the street with him, and there's a dog within half a mile range. Like he'll literally run over and then and start petting it for like half an hour. So it's uh, pretty funny. Anyway, so if you're a dog lover, you sign up at the platform and you will get paid for you know sitting somebody else's dog. 
And this is really cool because I know a lot of people love dogs and a lot of people are not in the position to have a dog, right? If you live downtown in a, in a big city and you have to work 10 hours a day, you know, you can't really look after your dog. So when you have some time in the weekend or, or whenever, you know, you can, you can look after somebody else's dog. Two cool platforms. The first one is called Rover www.rover.com and the other one is called DogVK so D-O-G-V-A-C-A-Y I'll, uh, I'll mention all these uh, different platforms in the show notes so no worries if you are not in a position to write all this down next one musical instrument rentals if you have a musical instrument that's lying around, let's say you have a guitar or something, or saxophone, you can rent it out. Why not? It's lying there in your closet, you're not doing anything with it. The website is called sparkplug.it. So go and check that out if you have some instruments lying around. Jobs, simple jobs. The website is called Gigwalk, and this website focuses on small jobs that anyone can do and it's mostly about just going to a supermarket and checking to see if if a product is in, in the right place or going to uh, some sort of event to see if uh, if the marketing of a certain product is done well these are all like pretty pretty easy jobs that anyone can do and you know you can just make like uh, 15 20 bucks an hour or so Finally, one of my favorites, uh, I mentioned the, uh, the co-founder and the CEO earlier, Jamie Wong. And this is a really, really, really cool platform. And you know, it's, it's really interesting for myself, actually, because it's about being a local tour guide. So how does it work? Well, if you live somewhere, and we all do, so I think we all qualify, you probably have some knowledge about your area. You know the good restaurants, you know the good, the good bars, you know the good sightseeing spots, etc. So what you can do is you can sign up for this platform and you can run your own little tour guide business. Now how cool is that? You basically get to meet people from all around the world, show them the cool things in your area, and you get paid for it. Fucking brilliant. Sign up at www w.viable.com so v-a-w-a-b-l-e dot com oh I forgot one um, this is probably not something that I will be doing personally but uh, if you're interested babysitting uh, the site's called urbansitter.com and um, it's uh, created by moms by moms and, and uh, maybe also for moms I don't know but uh, yeah, if you have some free time in the evening and you need some extra cash and you enjoy looking after a, uh, uh, a, a screaming baby, <laughs> then uh, go ahead and sign up and, and, and do it. Awesome. So this basically was it. These are all the different platforms that I've, uh, that I've found. Now, a lot of them aren't available internationally yet. A lot of them are actually focused on the U.S., but hey, this is this is a trend that's going to continue. You know, the sharing economy is here to stay, and 
these platforms are all they're all expanding pretty quickly so I'm pretty sure within a few years you know most of these things will be available either worldwide or even or at least in Europe and in Asia and hopefully some other places as well so I hope you enjoyed this episode no talking about Airbnb this time um, go and check out these these different platforms and uh, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna do definitely gonna do the viable one that's that's really cool um, and then the meal sharing one I'm really interested in too but the problem is I travel around so I, I typically don't have a kitchen but uh, if I would live in one place I would totally do it sounds awesome oh I forgot one flight car you can park your car at the airport and instead of paying you get paid for parking your car at the airport because uh, the people will rent it out to people who are arriving in your city so you know this is another thing every time I'm at an airport you look at the parking garages and there's thousands and thousands and thousands of cars doing absolutely nothing but then people go to a car rental agency to, to, to rent a car doesn't make sense so now you can use flight car you park your car at the airport you go on holiday two weeks later you come back and instead of paying a couple hundred dollars you will now receive a few hundred dollars and the people obviously your car will be insured so don't worry and also uh, your car will be completely cleaned it'll be vacuum so like it'll be it'll just look like brand new awesome oh yeah and the last one I want to mention uh, I keep I, I keep uh, thinking of other platforms uh, if you live in New York or San Francisco you can make some money by delivering goods using a platform called Vunvun now you don't actually need a car you can deliver by bike or if you uh, if you like running you can I guess you can just do it by running awesome so thank you so much for listening Although I didn't talk about Airbnb, I do want to let you know, let you guys know that you can go to getpaidforyourpet.com and you can get the first three chapters of our book that's been an Amazon bestseller for a while now, which is really exciting. And I also got at the Airbnb Open last week, I actually got to hand out a signed copy to all three of the founders so that was really exciting Brian Chesky looked really happy with his copy anyway you can go to the website you can get the first few chapters for free and obviously every Monday and Thursday we have another episode coming up now I've met a lot, a lot of other hosts on, uh, on the Airbnb Open so we've got about 20 people lined up who are gonna sh be sharing their stories a lot of them are super hosts so they have some really cool stuff to say so stay tuned and uh, we'll uh, we'll see you next time bye bye get paid for your pet get paid for your pet get paid for your pet